Welcome to Road Dirt, the podcast of RoadDirt.tv, your down-home grassroots motorcycle media covering what we like to call ride life. I'm Rob Brooks, your host. Thanks for tuning in. And as we get ready to head into this Father's Day weekend, I wanted to share with you an article written by our West Coast contributor, Ted Edwards. A PC wrote about his father that actually we're going to publish not only on RoadDirt.tv, but we'll link to it on all of our social media pages uh, with photos and everything else, as well as right here on the podcast. You'll be the first to hear it. This is called Spirit of 76. The late MotoGP racer Marco Simoncelli once quipped, You live more for five minutes going fast on a bike than other people do in all of their life. This is for you, Dad. Too often, kind words spoken about someone are shared when it's too late. A memorial service is the wrong time to express the influence a person had on your growth, the way they counter-steered your development in the right direction, how they shepherded your life. I will not make that mistake. Dad, you had your 76th birthday in April, and since you own every motorcycle gadget in the known galaxy, I had to dig deep into my very limited creative genius to find you a Marine Corps wind chime. Although, in my opinion, instead of the fairy tinkle it makes as the wind on your back deck blows through the ornaments, it should make sounds like 50 caliber automatic gunfire. Amazon, take note. After impressing you with my thoughtful gift, we got down to the true business at hand, trip planning. I love trip planning. Maps, travel notes, and ideas spread out on your kitchen table, the fertile seeds of adventure and joy in our shared passion of two-wheel travel, a theme that, as I reflect, has permeated our lives together. I remember my earliest motorcycle experience when I was about nine years old immediately crashing that brand new Honda Trial 110 you got on loan from the local Honda shop for the day. You promptly returned the scratched up bike, which by the way would never be allowed nowadays, and picked up a very used, faded and worn Honda Trial 90 for me to learn on. That's when you taught me to hope for success, but plan for failure. It got me hooked on two wheels, and I rode the living snot out of that poor little motorcycle, terrorizing the sagebrush field next to our house in the summer, exploring the mountains around our house in the fall, and doing hot laps around our neighborhood block in the deep winter snow, towing my kid sister behind me in her red plastic sled. That's when you taught me that kids need room to be kids. As docile as the little Honda Trial 90 was, the bike you rode terrified me. It was a 1977 Suzuki TS400 Dual Sport, a big bore two-stroke widow maker that was narrow, powerful, and at idle, it shook like a savagely unbalanced washing machine. That you could ride that beastly bike when all it wanted to do was kill you made me think you were all the more manly. Then on one of our countless trail rides in the mountains, you on the Widowmaker Suzuki and me putting along behind you on the little Trail 90, I saw you dump your bike on purpose and desperately grasp at the chin strap on your helmet while simultaneously slapping at your ear. 
a bee had flown into your ear pad of your helmet and was trying its best to pollinate your ear canal. You struggled with that chin strap, slapped at your ear, and danced in mad panic. That's when you taught me that no matter how manly you think you are, it just takes one tiny thing to take you down. As I grew through my teens and went through the usual progression of dirt bikes, you surprised me and brought home a street bike, a barn fine 1974 Honda CB550. It had been tucked away and forgotten in your Uncle Ole's goat goat barn for years, getting used as a latrine by his variety of goats. It was a metal flake, orange ugly, rusted from urine, and I saw no redeeming value in it at all. But you wanted it to run and would not take no for an answer. So we tried, setting the bike on fire twice before I finally pulled the bank of carburetors. It took me probably two weeks of steady work to clean and rebuild all four of them on the kitchen bar, much to mom's chagrin. I don't know why I used the kitchen bar to dissect those carbs, but I really didn't mind that the morning pancakes had faint overtones of carb cleaner and gasoline. Mom naturally didn't see it that way. When we installed them, it ran. And oh, did it run. It made bellows out of those four worn exhaust pipes that when I remember, it still makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. That's when you taught me how perseverance pays off. And then I stole it from you. And you got angry, as you should have. But I returned it the next winter, riding it home in the frozen northwest fog during break from college channeling my Trial 90 winter riding skills from when I was young. You welcomed me with open arms. And that's when you taught me the power of forgiveness. During my late 20s and early 30s, I left riding for a time to raise my family, and you kept riding without me. Then, with hope in your heart, you gave me your 1981 Suzuki GS1100E, anticipating that I would join you back out on our travels. But the timing was wrong. There was no way I could ride with you for days as the image of my wife and three young kids waving goodbye in the driveway lingered in my memory. I sold that bike and I know you were more than a little disappointed. The time would come for us to restart our shared passion for two-wheeled travel, just not yet. Well, some years later, after moving back home to Wenatchee, Washington, and buying a house a mile from you, I bought my 1998 Honda VFR 800 and began touring with you, picking up right where we left off. That's when you taught me the power of patience. Now, we've been touring together in earnest for years. So many trips and adventures together, I cannot recount them all, But I know that my bike has kept count. It has 85,000 miles on the odometer and climbing with every tour. Every once in a while, I have to remind myself that you are 76 years old. Your spirit for life, travel, adventure, and family is contagious. Those two wheels keep you younger than your thinning gray hair and smile lines would attest. Yet I know that one day this golden time in our lives will end. This is when you're teaching me, as Carly Simon once sang, these are the good old days. You also taught me that success has to happen to somebody. 
and that famous household names were once just nameless faces in the crowd. So with your encouragement, I started writing about our trips, documenting our adventures, so that they would not be left to campfire storytelling or simply lost to the specter of time. At first, I only wrote for us and our biker family, but my writing caught some speed, accelerated, and launched a writing career which has taken me places, given me adventures I never imagined. Now, when I see your name pop up on my phone as it rings, I know that something is in the works. A trip to plan, an adventure to undertake, and usually a good story to tell afterwards. Or maybe you just want me to come change your rear tire and swap out your brake pads like I did last Saturday. Because after all, as I have to remind myself, you are 76 years old. Somehow the spinning of the wheels in your life has slowed time and the aging process relatively beyond Einstein's ability to comprehend. There is no other way to explain a man whose speed rarely drops below his age. Which reminds me of the biggest lesson of all you have taught me. Two wheels keeps you young. Ted Edwards Well, thanks for tuning in again to another episode of Road Dirt, the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this little article story by our friend Ted Edwards. We certainly enjoyed sharing it with you. And look for it on, with photos and everything, on our our media platforms at roaddirt.tv. Look for Spirit of 76. And on our uh, social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. We hope you have a great Father's Day weekend. And until next time, I'm Rob Brooks, your host. Remember, ride life.